Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Chop, chop. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's a beautiful day. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. You guys are nerds. This is exactly what the nerds want. Our name shall become legend. Spoken in hushed tones by nerds across the galaxy. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerds must love this place. They think we're a bunch of nerds, and I'll tell you something. I think they're right. Let, let the nerds take over. Let the nerds take over! Rise and shine, nerds. We hope you got your coffee. Deidre does, taking the swig right on camera, <laughs> uh, because it's time for our brand new morning show for Love Thy Nerd and anyone who finds themselves at the cross-section of nerd culture and church culture. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the director of content and resources for Love Thy Nerd. And I'm Deidre, a direct descendant of ALF. Later in the show, we're celebrating nerdiness year by year. But first, Deidre has some stuff she wants to talk about. <coughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Shut up. It's my turn. <laughs> what do you got for us today? Oh, a couple things. First thing I, I thought I would share, uh, some odd things that my daughter does that are slightly concerning. Mm. <laughs> so we have a almost two-year-old. She'll be two this month. That's right. And she is in full swing in her toddlerness. And uh, yeah. Her stinkerness. The, yes, yes. The first thing she does is whenever she comes across my water, she puts stuff in it. <laughs> uh, I have found pencils, so many ran- uh, nail, nail files, files. Uh, my bobby pins, bobby pins. And, and, and just her hands, you know, too. She'll stick her and hands she, in and then suck her hands. Yeah. She knows it's your drink, too. She does. Like she sees it, she'll go, mommy drink. She'll say that. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> mommy drink needs a pencil. Needs no. A pencil <laughs> your water is incomplete. <laughs> needs some more stuff in it. Yeah, I have found so many random things. Just And it's my fault. You know, I just leave my water you do on the side table in our bedroom often multiple yes multiple glasses well i can't i water. can't drink the same water now because who knows what's been in it <laughs> <laughs> it's like when we were growing up and we had a, a a cat if you left your water out you did not go and take another sip if you had left it unattended because she had probably drank out of it <laughs> my wife has three glasses on my dresser what is oh. it yes Three is, two Two is the normal. Three has happened recently. <laughs> I recently, <laughs> recently was moving them into the kitchen and there was, there was one in the bathroom because mm-hmm. I had moved that was it new. up. I wasn't drinking. I, I was, really hope you extra. weren't. I, I really drinking. hope you weren't drinking it every morning because I'm like, who knows what flies it was around just Natalie started sticking stuff in it. And so I like <laughs> just quickly put it in the bathroom <laughs> attached to our room to get her out of it. <laughs> And it was just sitting there for three days in the bathroom. So oh, she, yes. she's being quite the stinker with a lot of things. Yes. Okay. Next one. Oh, is it don't, another part of it? Sorry. My... I thought you were done with no, the, the daughter no. part. <laughs> this one's really weird. She, we have decorative pillows. That's what I was about to I say. Know. I know. And she unzips them and grabs a big wad of stuffing and just, Sticks it in her mouth and walks around with it. Just likes to suck on the stuffing. 
as she goes about her day. <laughs> like, she she eats. She like eat, she doesn't eat it, but she like pulls it out like it's popcorn and just yeah. stuffs a whole bunch in her mouth. It and and she's sitting there and she like sits there and you can tell she's got something in her mouth. I'm like Natalie, what do you have in your mouth? And she just goes bleh and just bleh. spits out this out. giant wad of cotton. <laughs> and we just stuff it back in the pillow. <laughs> I'm like really. Um, I've had to buy a camera <laughs> for our living room because I'm often working in my office. Doors open, you know, they can run right in and I can, you know, hear them perfectly fine. But uh, they're often watching cartoons or whatever, playing around in the living room. And so I had to buy a camera to watch because Natalie, if, if the boys leave Natalie alone, she'll just <laughs> get herself a pillow and go hop up on my chair and unzip it. I'm like <laughs> I have a camera that I can just go, Natalie, stop doing that. <laughs> Okay. She puts the pillow down and walks away. Oh, she is so weird. Uh, yeah, she's funny. I like her. We'll keep her. But because I was going to say these weird things, I was also going to say something, you know, positive about her. She's super smart. Mm-hmm. Like, she is scary smart to where she is. If we weren't lazy parents, she'd be potty trained already. Probably, She, yeah. she just understood how to do that right away. And wants to go pee pee in the potty, and I like have to tell her, "Oh, you got a diaper on, you're fine." <laughs> well, you know, mommy's busy, so why don't you just go? Don't just go right now. Just stand right there and go. Yeah, but I, I, um, Matt's mom used to tell me because our boys were terrible, and we we didn't get them potty trained till they were three. And she Eli was a little early, me, wasn't he? No, he was three. Oh, okay. He was three. Well, Johnny, we just flat out waited to where it was long enough that we didn't even have to really potty train. Oh, yeah. Like, he was old enough to be like, okay. And he was tall enough that he could just stand in front of the toilet. Like, all right, you got it. <laughs> yeah, we were like, maybe we waited too long with him. <laughs> it worked out, though. <laughs> he was potty trained in a day. But uh, Matt's mom used to tell me all the time, oh, Matt was potty trained be- when, when he was one. And I'm like, there's no way. Super okay, fast. you're not remembering this right. But I... I believe it now. Because you were the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Um, do I have some time? Or yeah, some? you have another thing. I, I thought we could discuss uh, Matthew's hidden talents. That, uh-huh. uh, I've just been writing random stuff down that I was like, oh, he was good at this potty prodigy. Potty prodigy. <laughs> First of all, I pee phenomenally, even as an adult. I hardly ever miss. <laughs> that was good. Um, do you remember those weird pictures where it's like all fuzzy? Magic like eye. Magic eye. Mm-hmm. I have never in my life been able to see one of those ever. I'm I'm and deeply ashamed of that for you. Yes. I remember <laughs> like when we were dating, you would, you had like a book or we went and found a book and you're like, just open it up and you're like, oh, that's this. And there's this, this dolphin over here and there's the palm tree. And I'm like, what are you doing? You started accusing me of lying and making it up. I don't. I still do. I don't believe. Magic guys that are just a really... giant trick that half of society is playing yeah, on the other half. I think so. I think so. I think it's just a have fun with your friends and pretend like you can see this thing when there's really nothing there. Yeah. I'm pretty quick at it. Like I I don't have to like most people like have to like 
get really close to yeah, it and slowly back, and back up, up and, and, get and cross, like i i i can just he just i know how to, i like, know how to how, how i have to look at it i can't explain how it is but i just like he's I tried can, he's tried teaching I can look me. right at it and just go and now i can see it you know that's 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 what happens oh i used to get so mad at you when we were dating because they we would Someplace we went, there was like a, a big poster of it or something. It was something. like outside of a bathroom at a gas station on a <laughs> yeah. trip that we were going for yeah. youth group or something or choir. It's like, oh yeah, I see this. I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> That's just a bunch of weird Wiggly squiggles. squiggles. Yeah. Uh, you know what's cool about that? The um, comic strip Foxtrot came out with a week's worth of Magic Eyes Black and white, tiny in the newspaper, but they had words written on them. They were like subliminal messages that the, the little boy, the little brother was trying to get on everybody else in his family. Really? And like they were, they managed to pull it off with just printed black and white dots and squiggles too. And you could clearly see it. Like it was almost like a handwritten note on the inside, huh. like, you know, more cookies or something like that. <laughs> like I didn't even realize it was that versatile i thought it had to be those weird wacky uh right. color forms but right. i i still don't understand how it works but like if i saw that in a newspaper and i couldn't get it to work i wouldn't believe anybody who said yeah there's a secret message written right there you can't see it right wouldn't believe right. it for a second <laughs> i would be so skeptical so <laughs> i understand it <laughs> if you can't do it i can understand why you yeah. wouldn't believe it Matrix yeah. glitches. <laughs> he tried. He tried so hard trying to get me to understand how that works. Look like, at it, and then you like unlook at it. You unfocus, <laughs> and then you take a step back, and you look at it, but you don't really. It's really hard. It's really hard to explain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another another hidden talent is uh, you can stop your hip hiccups sure can on command that's a superpower Sup right yes yes that's his superpower nine times out of ten every now and then you get those really deep guttural hiccups that are like from the depths of your soul <laughs> i can't stop those but general <laughs> hiccups if it's happening i go hold on one second okay they're done and then they don't come back it's some weird muscle in my throat i can feel myself just aligning to where it will stop thing <laughs> and i don't understand it You've mo agreed mo it. agreed that was a superpower too yeah she sure did yeah i don't understand it i just know i can do it <laughs> it's like some people who can move their ears or like move their pec muscles or whatever <laughs> like i don't know how to do that but i figured out how to do this <laughs> <laughs> tapped into a higher consciousness <laughs> in your brain <sighs> Uh, and he's a good dancer. He doesn't believe me. No. Yeah. Never. What the yeah. heck are you talking about? I've okay. danced all of five times I, since you've known me. No, I we am didn't even a dance at our dancer. wedding. I'm. I know because of me. <laughs> no, because of me. I'm a terrible dancer. <laughs> but we were <laughs> when Gangnam Style came out, Gangnam, and we like okay, had some sort do of weird, dance, thing. stupid dances. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not that I'm good at it. It's just that I'm not scared enough that you i won't just, try like, pull out a move <laughs> and i can't i don't know how to do that <laughs> gangnam style 
What was it? It was a uh, friend's wedding reception or something. Yeah, yeah. It was like a. It was no. It wasn't a reception. It was, it was like, just a like a bridal shower, but also with the groom, a bride and groom. It was just. It was like a thing. party, essentially, just yeah. for our friend group to yeah. come and and celebrate them. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, they start playing it, and he's like all of a sudden doing the moves, and I'm like, <laughs> "How do you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Tad says, I can move my ocular muscle in my ear and make myself hear muffled noises. Oh, that's weird. That is weird. You can essentially give yourself earplugs. <laughs> I did to soothe myself. That makes sense. As a soothing technique, it makes sense. But that's strange. I'm going to try that now. <laughs> try move something in my ear. <laughs> the only way I can move my ears is I like pull my entire forehead back. <laughs> I can feel the skin tightening all the way around and that moves my ears. <sighs> Can't see it because it's got headphones on, but believe me. <laughs> Do I have any other talents uh, that are actually yes, talents? This last one's a no. No, that's <laughs> okay, all your actual talents. <laughs> this last one um is just an annoying talent that you have. Annoying talent. Yes. On nights where I don't get much sleep, mm. I end up being up late. Mm. You manage to get less sleep than me. That's true. And it's really annoying because now I can't <laughs> complain about the lack of sleep I got. I only got five hours. So oh, yeah, I got three hours. <laughs> you, me. You, me. You see the difference? <laughs> Seriously, like the other night, I was here late at the church putting together something for for the kids and i i got terrible sleep mm -hmm. was up late you know had to get up early and i want to talk to him about it in the morning and he's like oh man so i had the worst night's sleep uh, he was up till i was because he doesn't know how to go to bed without me and uh, I, I know how i just prefer not to <laughs> i'm sorry it's called love Matt sleeps? Yeah, he really doesn't. <laughs> but I just, I was like going to complain. And he immediately tells me when he wakes up. Before you complain. Before, I'm not like, yeah. I'm not like trying to top her. Before I can her. even start with my own. He's like, I woke up in the middle of the night. I couldn't, you know, I only got three hours of sleep. Couldn't get back like, to sleep. Decided to get to back up and go you. work some more. <laughs> Finally felt tired enough to go back to bed. But when it happened, it, I realized that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. Quite, a, quite often. I don't know how I'm alive, honestly. I, just, I, don't, I don't sleep. And also, he doesn't know how to drink coffee. Like, I don't get a lot of sleep. Excuse me? Hold on, what? But this, what this you about helps. I don't know how to drink coffee. You don't understand. I don't understand. know how to drink coffee. I just don't like coffee. <laughs> I'm sorry. How coffee works. <laughs> Mosaic says, when my wife isn't home, I don't know when to go to bed. Now, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I can go to bed. But, like, <laughs> having any kind of feeling of, like, well, I should go to bed now. That's out of the, out of the question. Because what does that mean? I'm a grown adult in a house all by myself now. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is bedtime? I don't know. <clears throat> oh, man. That's funny. All right. Is that all your stuff about me? That's it. That's true. That's it. <laughs> I can't ever complain. 
Can't. <laughs> uh, oh, I get it now. I don't sleep because I don't have a wife. Got it. Yeah, that's exactly. That's one of the benefits that they don't tell you about. Sleep so much better. Oh, man. All right. When we, we're going to go ahead and stop it right there and uh, take our first break. Where is it? It's the same line, remember, that we talked about yesterday that you should just probably know to say. <laughs> I'm highlighting I can't it. Say it now. I'm gonna highlight it right here. You ready? <laughs> but when we come back, we've got today's nerdy news story. <laughs> uh, ten points. Good job. I'm Julian Jamar, and this is another Reviews of the Nerds. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, coming to Disney Plus sometime soon on Amazon Prime for sale. The story goes that Rocket is terribly injured in battle, and we get to look into his past that no one really asked for, and I genuinely didn't want. Really, I could have gone the rest of my life without watching the monsters, who are the big baddies in this one, strap a tiny baby raccoon to a table and operate on it. Why, James Gunn? Why did you feel that was necessary? Anyway, Classic Gang is all here, including past Gamora, even though they deeply hinted at the end of Endgame that they couldn't find Gamora and that she was gone forever. Now she's back, and she's super mean. Which, let's be honest, she was always super mean. Even when she was in love with Quill, she was mean. But whatever. She has a heart of gold, so bygones. Mantis and Drax are their same wonderful selves. This movie is about a lot of other things, but it would be nothing without these two. They are big-time glue for this cast and this storyline. They also provide the usual comic relief, thank goodness. Peter Quill is delightful, sweet and charming and deadly when needed, everything we love about him. The bad guy is the baddest of all bad guys. I think a bunch of Marvel execs just sat around a table and said, we've done the dude who will destroy a half of all mankind and or strip the earth. We've done the megalomaniac in the computer code who tries to kill Sovo Sokovia and all the good guys too because of reasons. We've done Nazis. What worse thing could we possibly make a bad guy do? Ah, I've got it. Animal cruelty. Ugh, I hate it so much. I would explain the storyline further, but it was a lot. The High Evolutionary wants Rocket because he's really smart, I think. I don't really know. The reason gets lost in all the action. He spends the entire movie trying to get to Rocket and killing lots of innocent beings to accomplish it. I was told I would cry my eyes out, but actually I just wanted to do extremely bad and illegal things to the High Evolutionary. I heard it was the best of the three. It was really well done, but I liked the first best. Of all the recent Phase 4 Marvel movies, I think it was the most well done. It definitely had depth, character development, good writing, lots of their usual ridiculous humor. I laughed a lot, but also felt like I was being tortured at the same time. That's a fun mix. Not really. Anyway, I'm Julian Jamar. You can catch all my reviews at julianjamar.com. This has been another Reviews of the Nerds. Welcome back 
back to Rise and Shine Nerds, LTN's brand new morning show. And there are four ways that you can experience our show. If you are a morning show purist, we would love for you to catch our finalized audio morning shows on LTN Radio, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10. You can download the LTN Radio app today on your Apple or Android. Let's talk about piracy. <clears throat> Nobody here does that. <laughs> uh, article from thegamer.com. Uh, this week, Disney removed a film called Crater from Disney Plus, which was released on May 12th of 2023. Okay. So, like, less than two months it's been on the platform. Uh, 48 days, and to be in fact, about seven weeks. Disney hasn't said why. It seems most likely that it didn't perform well enough, and the company decided to remove it to write down the value of its content assets, therefore lowering their taxes. It's all about the money, and always has been, and there are unfortunate consequences that come with this. Disney isn't the only streamer that's guilty of this. Every streaming service, including Netflix and HBO Max, now just Max, has taken shows and movies off their platforms without warning. Willow was canceled and removed from Disney, the rebooted show. Really? Yeah. It was canceled and removed from Disney. That was one of their, like, before Disney Plus even launched, it was one of their Disney Plus Day announcements, mm -hmm. like, this is coming. Mm -hmm. uh, and people were hyped about it. <laughs> as well as the well-loved single drunk female from Hulu, uh, HBO pulled Westworld and Snowpiercer. Uh, Greece Rise of the Pink Ladies was canceled and pulled from Paramount Plus just last month. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, they canceled Star Trek Prodigy, the animated kids show from Star Trek. Wow. Uh, it seems like anything could be pulled at any time, mm -hmm. and that sucks. It's bad enough that streaming services are canceling shows left and right because they don't meet arbitrary sales targets, but when they are pulled from these platforms entirely, many of them disappear forever without any other way to get to them. Several of them aren't even like on DVD or anything like that. Mm. Uh, but a lot of people just don't have DVD players anymore. We right. don't. We don't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I don't even have a computer with a disk drive, so I can't even throw it in, a, <laughs> in my computer <laughs> to play it. Um, a lot of these shows are made for streaming, never aired on cable, and were never physically released. Bigger prestige shows like Westworld and Snowpiercer appeared on cable originally and are more likely to have Blu-ray releases, but these Disney shows are gone or other things. Uh, there's no legal way to watch them anymore, and these companies are not interested in even selling you the access because, again, if they are able to remove it from their platform, mm -hmm. it lowers their taxes. It's a reduction of content assets. Assets. Which uh, I think the first the first streaming service to do this was Paramount Plus, or at least the first one to get notice. No, I'm sorry, HBO Max. Mm -hmm. HBO Max canceled a, canceled or got rid of a whole bunch of stuff in their category in their catalog when they combined with uh, Warner Brothers. <clears throat> and so it seems that some people have no choice but piracy <laughs> if they want to watch some of their favorite now impossible to stream shows. Uh, everything on streaming services uh, are on the dark web somewhere so just no legal way but does archival sanctions come into effect when they are removed um, I don't know <laughs> I missed Dark Crystal series Netflix did yeah. <sighs> apparently Echo was going to get the same treatment as Batgirl but they're holding on to it because of the right of strike yep uh, I still have a 4K player and a disk drive on my computer I still have hard copies of my favorite movies that's good we I did 
before, well, Netflix was around, but before Netflix, maybe Hulu, before any of the mm-hmm. other streaming services started coming out, I took all of our DVDs, of which we had a lot. Mm-hmm. That's mainly we what did. we bought in our early years of marriage, mm-hmm. was just collected a whole bunch of DVDs. I painstakingly, over six months, ripped every single DVD that we had, and I'd say about 80% of it was successful. No, it wasn't mm-hmm. corrupted or anything. And so we have a big old drive mm-hmm. full of shows and movies uh, that are just hard to access. Like, you know, if I want to watch them on my computer, yeah, that's easy. But if I have to put them in my TV, then you got to go through the weird TV process. And sometimes it takes forever to load. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the the piracy thing, back when we were younger... To pirate movies and TV shows and things of that, you had to download them from like the Pirate Bay or uTorrent or all these different things. You would download this extremely uh, poor. Yeah, it's usually very low quality (laughs) put locker. Yeah, very low quality uh, because they had to cram it into a, a, it wasn't even a zip. It was a RAR file. So that was even smaller than a zip. They had to cram it all into this so they could down, you, know, you could download it and then open it up and you'd have this, but it wouldn't ever, sometimes it would have bad subtitles. Sometimes it'd be the wrong thing altogether. You never really knew it would take hours and sometimes days to download these things because mm-hmm. they're all based on like, you're not having a direct download from somewhere. They're all based on other people uh, having it like open in their system. And like you would download bits and chunks from everybody, <laughs> a little bit from everybody, which I don't know, maybe that's a way to, you know, have a hard time proving that you downloaded it from one specific source. I have no idea. But anyway, that's what you had to do back then if you wanted to pirate things. And we totally never did that. And that's how I don't know at all how it works. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> But now there are websites, not even dark web websites, like, like Tadhall said, there's freely open websites that have a back catalog of everything from every streaming source. And even a lot of things that aren't on streaming services, mm-hmm. movies, TV shows, very easy to access, very easy to search. Uh, it's just on a browser that is completely free. And you're not downloading anything. You're just streaming it from the website. And there lies the rub with the problem that the streaming services are going to face is that at Mm -hmm. this point, there's nothing illegal about it. Mm. There is no legal precedent that says you can't watch a video online. You're not responsible for it being up there. You didn't put it there and you're not downloading it. Mm -hmm. You're watching a video someone else has put on the screen. It might be a weird gray area, and that might be addressed legally in the near future. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, there's no law that says you can't watch something that is on the internet that it itself is not like an illegal thing, you know, like a snuff film or something like that, you know, that can't exist. Right. Um, these are, you know, things that some other person has put up and you're just watching it. And that's a gray area. Mm. And so that's, that's a problem because now I have done that before. Because there have been times that uh, there, I don't remember what the, what the movie was. There was like a specific movie I really wanted to watch and it's nowhere. Mm. Couldn't even mm-hmm. rent it online. Nothing. And like, well, I'll see if this place has it. And that's kind of how I it found it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and so I watched it and it was great. Um, 
And it was such an easy experience and it cost me nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the streaming services really got to realize, you know what? We got to make a balance here. <laughs> and I don't know if that's just how it was always going to be because every one of these streaming services, as they started, has said that they're not going to be profitable hmm. for a long time, if ever. Wow. Uh, Netflix, I think, is the only one that's still profitable. Um, I don't think any of the other ones have ever been technically profitable. They're pulling in you to their company and to their brands mm-hmm. and hoping you, you know, connect with their brands and IP outwardly, but the streaming service themselves don't make enough money. So that means they're either raising prices, which most of them have done already, mm-hmm. adding more ads. Disney already has an ad tier now, which it didn't at the beginning. Oh, wow. Uh, or just hoping you won't go and <laughs> look for it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix has been going downhill for a while now. Uh, Tropic Turtle says, yeah, I, I would agree with that. And their password sharing thing, the password sharing thing changed up. And that feels like a desperate move, especially when they spent many years being like, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like I, they, mm-hmm. I, I saw someone post like a tweet that they had posted in 2014 saying love is sharing a password you know, a Netflix password with someone. And then suddenly it's like, well, if you don't live within uh, 50 feet of the Wi-Fi router that is connected to this account, then uh, you got to pay another $8 to be on this account a month. Yeah. I'm like, that's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. So why are they doing this again? Let's talk about costs. Uh, Article from uh, Wall Street Journal. Services such as Netflix, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, and Max become default entertainment options for homes across America rather than cable, saving many consumers money. Uh, but for the Titans Hollywood, the shift has been costly. Traditional media and entertainment companies have reported losses of more than $20 billion combined since early 2020 on their direct-to-consumer streaming services. So a lot of money. Wow. A lot of money they're, they're having to eat. Um, Netflix, which brings in profits, is the exception, uh, but the rest of the industry is wondering, while consumers love streaming, is it actually a good business? Mm. Investors now care about profitability rather than growth. 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 <laughs> uh, change that makes finding new revenue streams and retaining customers critical. Studios that for years were able to splurge on content to feed viewers a sexual appetite for new shows and films now must pull back to make the math work. The ad market is weakening. Many companies have laid off staff to save money, and Hollywood writers are currently on strike. Market values for Paramount Global, Comcast, Walt Disney, and Netflix are down more than $280 billion combined since the end of 2020. Warner Brothers Discovery is worth about half of its total value since 2022 uh, trading debut uh, at the uh, as the company combined. The declines have come after many of the stocks rose during the early part of the pandemic when consumers were stuck at home and hungry for entertainment. Mm -hmm. So that's also the problem, Mm -hmm. Uh, essentially, uh, mainly with uh, Disney Plus. It's like they came out in the height or like just before the pandemic. And like everyone's like, all right, here we go. We're going to watch all of our Disney stuff from all of history. Yeah. 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 I mean... I don't know what their other option would be at this. I mean, no one has cable anymore, Mm -hmm. right? They've given us the ability to stream and have their channel. 
and I don't think they can take it away. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think they can just end it. <laughs> I don't think. Right? Even if a service ends, like if, if Paramount Plus closes down, right. they're going to sell the rights to stream those shows to other streamers, just right. like they did before. Just like when there was only Netflix and Hulu. Right. They would split them up between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and currently a lot of movies and stuff bounce around between the, all mm-hmm. the streaming services, which is kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but yeah, I don't think, I don't yeah. know what they could do. I don't know what they could do at this point. I feel like they're all kind of stuck. And if they just give it up, they might save a little bit of money in the short term, but I think it's going to hurt their brand overall. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Is it our fault? Have we hurt, <laughs> have we hurt them? <laughs> All right. All that to say, streaming services are in a tough spot. Uh, (laughs) Let's take one more break. And when we get back, we're diving into our main topic, nerding out over the past. This week in nerd history, July 10th through the 16th. July 10th. On or about July 10th, 1934, Famous Funnies number one was published. This groundbreaking comic book series featured popular comic strip characters such as Mutt and Jeff, Buck Rogers, and Invisible Scarlet O'Neill. And it's widely considered to be the first regularly published comic book. On July 10th, 2015, Minions released in theaters. In this animated film, three adventurous yellow creatures named Kevin, Stewart, and Bob travel across the world to find a new evil master and end up working for Scarlet Overkill, the first female supervillain who plans to steal the British crown. July 11th. On July 11th, 1985, after facing a nationwide backlash from loyal customers who rejected the sweeter taste of new Coke, Coca-Cola announced that it would bring back its original formula, which had been locked away in a bank vault. On July 11th, 1993, Street Fighter II Turbo released in arcades. It's a fast-paced fighting game that introduces new special moves and alternate colors for the iconic characters of the Street Fighter series. On July 11th, 2013, Sharknado released. This sci-fi comedy disaster film depicts a freak storm that unleashes deadly sharks on Los Angeles and other cities. Also on July 11th, 2013, WWE launched its Performance Center in Orlando, Florida, a 26,000-square-foot state-of-the-art facility that offers comprehensive training, sports science, and production services for its talent. On July 12th, 2008, Monk premiered on USA. This comedy-drama TV series follows the adventures of Adrian Monk, a brilliant but obsessive-compulsive detective who helps the San Francisco police solve crimes. July 14th. On July 14th, 2000, X-Men released in theaters. This superhero movie tells the story of a group of mutants with extraordinary powers who fight against a radical faction that wants to start a war between humans and mutants. July 15th. On July 15th, 1996, Keenan and Kel premiered. This comedy show aired on Nickelodeon from 96 to 2000, starring Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell as two best friends who get into hilarious trouble, often involving Kel's love for orange soda. On July 15th, 2002, WCW's Eric Bischoff shocked the wrestling world when he appeared on WWE Monday Night Raw as the new general manager of the show, shaking hands with his former rival, Vince McMahon. On July 15, 2003, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic released on Xbox. This role-playing video game lets the player create their own character and choose their alignment with the light or dark side of the Force as they explore a galaxy in turmoil 4,000 years before the rise of the Galactic Empire. On July 15, 2006, Twitter launched to the public. This social media platform allows users to post and read short messages known as tweets. It was created by a podcasting company named Odeo. 
On July 15, 2016, Stranger Things premiered on Netflix. The sci-fi horror series introduced viewers to a mysterious world of monsters, psychic powers, and government conspiracies set in 1980s Hawkins, Indiana. Also on July 15, 2016, Ghostbusters released in theaters. This reboot of the 1984 comedy classic features a new team of female paranormal investigators who face a ghost invasion of Manhattan and a sinister plot to unleash the apocalypse. July 16th. On July 16th, 2004, Stargate Atlantis premiered. This sci-fi TV series is about an international team of explorers who use a Stargate to travel to the Pegasus Galaxy and discover the lost city of Atlantis. And finally, also on July 16, 2004, iRobot premiered. This sci-fi film stars Will Smith as a detective who investigates a murder that may have been committed by a robot in a futuristic Chicago. For more nerdy facts about the topics we shared today, find our companion article for this week on lovethynerd.com. I'm Radio Matt, and I'll see you next time for more Nerd History. To rise and shine, nerds. LTN's brand new morning show. <laughs> Before we jump into our main topic today, we've got a resource recommendation. And, and we mentioned this yesterday too. This past Friday, Radio Matt and Rachel Knight compiled a massive new resource called Nerds and the Church. This resource is all about the disconnect between nerd culture and church culture and how we can bridge the gap. You can find it on the homepage right now on lovethynerd.com. This week, we are looking back at what we nerded out over in years gone by. Today, mm-hmm. we're looking at the year of 1986. <clears throat> and we're going to start with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I discovered it maybe as a teenager. Yeah, Did I feel like it was it? if you yeah. and I both kind of started but, watching it we bought it did i we bought buy it? it i bought it as a teenager but that's, yeah. you know that's when i was first working at wiener schnitzel for the first time and all i had to pay was my car insurance and i had and gas and i had no other expenses so i just bought a bunch of movies all the time <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile i'm says I wasn't scrimping and saving <laughs> and he's like just all cash all the time. All cash. All cash. That's what they called me. All cash coker. That's what they called me back then. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, of course. Uh, many lines and, and essentially memes and now mm-hmm. uh, from there. But the, mm-hmm. I think the most iconic would be the, the Bueller. Ben Stein. Bueller. 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 So I watched the... Um, like the bonus stuff on the DVD we had. And mm-hmm. he talked about how like his, when he's in class and, and doing the lesson, that was like literally him, the, the actor like teaching on on a topic that he, oh, he was actually teaching. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like he was like, he's a smart dude. Oh, I got some stuff to talk about. Like, and he just went on and on. Like, I don't know. Like, it was not written out. It was, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I watched it a lot. When I was a teenager, I don't remember if you remember the game show that was on Comedy Central called Win Ben Stein's Money. Okay, I I recall it, but, but it, I don't know yeah, that I ever watched it. It's where it. Jimmy Kimmel was first showcased, too. He was like the okay. little sidekick guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was all about that. He was a brilliant dude. Mm-hmm. And is basically, if you, if you could prove you were smarter than him on something, 
uh, in this game show, you would win some of his actual money. And I thought that was really cool. (sighs) It wasn't ever like a whole bunch. I think it was like at most a couple thousand dollars you could win, but still it was really neat. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, iconic movie. Anyone? Uh, Anyone? anyone? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alf. Alf came out, alien life form. We watched Alf. Did you watch Alf? I figured uh-huh. out you. I figured that you did. I didn't. We had an Alf puppet. Oh my goodness! We had like a little Alf puppet. I, I and always I would... forget your parents were like puppeteers <laughs> back then. <laughs> yeah. I didn't catch that part of their life. Uh, <laughs> except one. I think they did pull it out one time at church, didn't they? It was a VBS or something where we had like a house set and they were like puppets behind the house maybe one time but apparently they they, but they had like trunks full of puppets hidden up in their attic yes it was there the, the children's ministry they did when we weren't living in germany yeah called that's right yeah. sunshine straza i think i think that means sunshine street and uh i'll look it up yeah, lots of lots of they would do full productions of the puppets like First Sunday morning. The translation for a street into German has a weird <laughs> bee-looking thing in it. Can you do the little where Let's you say, say it? Straße. Hey! Okay, cool. <laughs> Straße. Straße. Sunshine Straße. That sounded... That was like a Hispanic accent. Straße. Straße. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, we had a little elf puppet. I remember um, bugging my brother with it all the time, <laughs> like putting it on. And <laughs> the only thing I remember about Alf is that he liked to eat. He wanted to eat the family cat. <laughs> and I, I remember a scene of him behind like the the kitchen island or whatever with a big hoagie roll and the cat was in the middle of it. And he was like caught putting the the top part on top of the cat. top bread <laughs> mosaic says i have alf, alf trading cards, cards as well oh, wow wow <laughs> talking about trading cards yesterday <laughs> uh, um all right the mystery of al capone's vault now, this doesn't sound like a nerdy thing but let me tell you why it is okay this was the start really of like the the 24-hour news cycle like this was the start of news as entertainment. Okay. Where people were actually like just glued to the screen to see what was going to happen. And so this was uh Geraldo Rivera. They had discovered Al Capone's vault and it was this big thing. They were digging through trying to get to opening this vault up. Mm-hmm. Like it was, you know, it was a they were trying to bust it open. Expecting to find, I don't know, dead bodies. Millions of dollars, <laughs> who knows, guns, all kinds of things. Uh, and they opened it up, finally, after hours and days of, of buildup, I think. And there's nothing in there. There's it was, nothing? It, it was pretty much empty. Oh. It was like a few pieces of paper. Like, it was nothing. <laughs> um, Weird Al, I think, made a joke about it, saying, we found Al Capone's car. We're going to open up his glove box. Aha! Roadmaps. You know, <laughs> there's nothing in there. <sighs> um, but that that kind of kicked off the the whole thing of of just 
using news as entertainment as opposed to just information. Uh, wow. So we have him to thank for it. We have him to thank for CNN and Fox News and all this nonstop Shenanigans. news networks. <laughs> <laughs> Double Dare started in 1986. I don't know what that is. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> Mark Summers. Double Dare, the kid, the Nickelodeon game show where they got all gross and the slime, the slime? everywhere. That's and they the had the slopstickle course. Nickelodeon slime. Yeah. Okay. Well, it wasn't all the start right. of the slime, but it used it heavily. We start did. of the slime actually started on a show called You Can't Do That on Television. And it was before Nickelodeon had even become its own channel. Mm -hmm. um, but it was like an, it was. A lot of people involved with that show were the same people that kind of started the network and got everything going, and the slime kind of carried over. Wow. Okay. You didn't think I knew that, did you? <laughs> now you know. I have a lot of useless information about Nickelodeon. Another one of your <laughs> hidden talents. <laughs> no random facts about things. <laughs> All right, we talked about this yesterday, uh, this, this one thing. Mm -hmm. It was... Uh, Garbage Pail Kids, the yeah. car, the trading cards of these nasty Cabbage Patch Kid dolls that just had, they were having terrible things happen to them in the cards. And so I didn't realize they were Cabbage Patch Kid dolls kind of when I was a kid. I just thought they were big headed babies. And I remember <laughs> this kid saying, why would anyone, why would anyone draw a baby <laughs> getting run over by a car and has like the tire marks and stretched all the way down the baby. I'm like, this is terrible. Why is my brother collecting these? Is he a serial killer? What's going on? Uh, just, is that me as a baby? <clears throat> oh, but I, re I remember just like gr gross inside out bodies and just the nastiest puke. Puke always had an eyeball in it. Like it was just the nastiest kind of stuff. <laughs> Rust pus. And yeah, just it, any kind of bodily fluid or nastiest oh. thing was always a part of it. It is so bad. <laughs> so bad. Uh, Mosaic has one to add to our list here. Comics took a drastic turn in 1986 with the release of the four issue Batman Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller. Uh, and of course, the 12 issue Watchmen series by Alan Moore. I don't have either of those on my list, so thank you so much. Uh, yeah, Dark Knight Returns, of course. Um, Heavily influential in a lot of Batman lore going forward. Um, we even got a taste of that in the Batman versus Superman movie, uh, the mm -hmm. sequel to Man of Steel, mm -hmm. uh, essentially, where he got to wear that armor and whatever. It was like, that's kind of how that movie, or that's kind of how that comic book series went. It was fighting Superman at one point. Mm -hmm. uh, Watchmen, I'm not as familiar with the Watchmen. I know it's been a big deal, and I know that's folded into the main DC Comics uh, lore. I don't know if it's split back off again, but I know it did at least for a while um, as well. But also, I do know that that was very influential in the comic sector. Um, we have a little bit more comics stuff to talk about here in a second. But uh, first up, Short Circuit. Also. N number 25. <laughs> <laughs> Also one we watched a lot as a I kid. I love both of those terrible yeah. movies. Yeah. They're uh -huh. absolutely stupid, and I love them so much. Mm -hmm. Johnny Five mm -hmm. is alive! <laughs> <laughs> no murder, Johnny Five! <laughs> uh, loved it. Loved it. Uh, Johnny Five, or uh, Wally stylized very similarly mm -hmm. to Johnny five, like a small Johnny five. Mm -hmm. If you want to get the, the gist of what this robot looked like. Mm -hmm. uh, but 
just just a it was a fun time that's that's what those especially the second one the second one was even dumber than the first one but it was a fun time <laughs> it was a good watch that was a that was just a if you wanted to have a, a low-key low brain day you watch the short circuit you movies <laughs> uh, Star Trek for the Voyage Home. Oh, your introduction into Star Trek. Not to right. Star Trek, but to the original series. Really. To the original, okay. Not counting Generations, because Generations was mainly just about Kirk, and everyone knew Kirk. But my, that was the first time that you had brought me into the original series cast. Okay. Which mm -hmm. was a time travel movie. And so, of course, you I loved, loved it. it. <laughs> loved it. <laughs> Love time travel. Uh, yeah, Voyage Home. They go back in time uh, to save humpback whales somehow for some reason. Right? That's what it was. Like this. Humpback whales were going extinct. At least that was part of what they did that, when they were there. They saved yeah. the humpback whales. They had to. Yeah, they had to go get one. And bring it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because there was like an alien they were thing. Distinct. Yeah. That. Could, was communicating in the same manner as a humpback whale communicates something like but that. But it was, yeah, it was oh, weird. we don't have those whales anymore. Right. So we gotta go get one. And it was, and that was kind of the <laughs> message. It was like, hey, these humpback whales are going extinct. Yeah. So as a message of this movie, hey, let's save these whales. Um, which, I guess, we still, have a, we still have them, so I'm assuming. We did it! We did it! <laughs> Good job, Star, Star Trek. Trek did it. <laughs> um, but that was the, that was where, like, you saw them interacting with all this old technology. So, uh -huh. so Scotty goes, picks up the mouse. Hello, Hello computer. computer. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, they got to do the kind of I'm walking here moment uh, with Star Trek and Spock. As, or Star Trek with Kirk and Spock as they're walking across the street. Like, he, you know, it's the... The classic, hey, I'm walking here thing, but he didn't say that line, but it was a similar, <laughs> similar setup. Like, all, all really good. All really fun stuff. Uh, the Care Bears cartoon okay. premiere. Did you watch that when you were a kid? It seems like something you'd watch. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. I watched it as a kid. <laughs> I had a couple of the movies that came out after the cartoon started. Like, I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a Care Bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that was the only one sleepy care bear. in my family that had a Care Bear. Yeah. Oh, Natalie and her Care Bear. Natalie loves her Care Bear. Yeah. She has three little Care Bears. Care Bears. Care Bears. Booster Gold. Everybody's favorite hero for hire. Uh, Booster Gold from the comic strips. Uh, more well known um, the last couple decades as uh -huh. like a, the the kind of sponsored superhero like mm -hmm. you have um have sponsor logos and stuff over them uh one of the main characters in a comic series called 52 that was actually a 52 week long series which i absolutely loved one of my favorite things um in recent comic history thanks uh yeah. random rick reviews oh random rick reviews have thanks for hanging out have a go shoot day. some basketball <laughs> have a great day <laughs> uh, but booster gold was also has been featured in like every recent DC TV show in some form. Well, I would say that not that's not Batman related. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so we had him in Smallville uh, for at least one episode, maybe two. Um, I, I like that. That was the more comic accurate Booster Gold. Arrowverse had uh, Donald Fazian uh, from Scrubs 
the the you know Turk from Scrubs mm-hmm. uh, as a Booster Gold who was just kind of like he didn't have a suit. He was wearing like a golf uniform and he had a hat that had his little star on it. And he was just watching over a specific moment in time to make sure nobody messed with it. And then, <laughs> then when the legends came and, and asked him why he was here, he figured out, wait, nobody would come and mess with this one. They put me here as a joke. I've been here for years <laughs> <laughs> watching something that nobody would ever come to. <laughs> um, so that was funny. That was a funny interpretation. But uh, we, I don't know if it's still happening or not but there's supposed to be like a booster gold blue beetle show there was was supposed to be on hbo max i feel like it got canceled um but that's always been the pairing in Hmm. the comics is booster gold and blue beetle have always been together right booster gold one of the people that fought doomsday when doomsday was first arriving and eventually killed superman like he was one of the people on the way that he put himself uh, on the path and tried to fight him off. So wow, can't hate on him too much. <laughs> Christian wants to add Transformers. The movie came out in 1986. This would be the animated movie. Uh, I nearly destroyed many kids as they killed uh, Optimus Prime off. There was a lot of backlash from fans and they brought him back in the follow-up uh, TV season. I did not know Optimus Prime died in that movie. I don't wow. think I've ever seen it. That's a risky move. Yeah. Whew. So I'm, I'm assuming that was meant it, it nearly cured. It nearly yeah, just, not I. I, <laughs> I went on a rage when it happened in the theater. <laughs> nearly destroyed everything. Yeah, kids crying coming out of that movie. Man, that, that's that'd be sad. Great. <laughs> that's a sad thing to do. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, okay, The Legend of Zelda, the original game came out. I'm mentioning it because it's an important thing for a lot of people, but I cannot play Zelda <laughs> games. I just am not patient enough. I'm not smart enough. <laughs> I do not. I, do, I see the appeal. I want to like Zelda games and I want to be good at them. I even, you know, on the Switch, you have the the consoles that are like the mm-hmm. virtual consoles and they have a version of some of the original Zelda games that are like already almost beaten. So you can have all the worlds open and look at everything and travel everywhere. They do that for a lot of the games mm-hmm. uh, from back then. And even that, I can't. I load it up. I'm like, okay, well, now I have no idea what I'm doing. What is this? (laughs) Uh, Super Mario Brothers, The Lost Levels came out on the NES. This was the actual Super Mario Brothers 2 from Japan. Like the real one that released only in Japan at first. Mm -hmm. Because they thought Americans were not smart enough or good enough at video games (laughs) to handle this. (laughs) So we're going to skin Doki Doki Panic's sequel in Super Mario characters and send that over instead. <laughs> uh, Metroid also came out at this time, um, which uh, I'm also not great at, but I know is a, a key video game moment. Mm-hmm. And this is also the year that Owen Hart began his wrestling career. Owen Hart. Uh, Who's that? One of the Hart family, which is a, a, a dynasty in wrestling. Okay. Uh, but Owen Hart is the one who, as, uh, as his sometimes character, the Blue Blazer, uh, Blue Blazer would come in from a zip line in the stadium and then be lowered into the ring. And at, uh, I think it was Over the Edge pay per view, that was when uh, the zip line malfunctioned and he fell and his head hit the turnbuckle and he passed away 
right there on the pay-per-view. Gosh. I was watching that live when it happened. Oh my gosh. Uh they were they like they didn't show the 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 moment happening. Like they were quick enough to not have that on camera, but everything went silent. I'm sure. They had Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler having to explain what was happening and tragic thing and then there were three matches left what do you do people right? have paid the pay-per-view money already like you can't just stop the show or if you did like there's there was no winning in that situation right. there either people were upset, so, either way, were upset, sure. upset either way so they yeah. they made the decision to continue and i believe they just did it without commentary mm. and so it was like, let's just hurry up, get these matches done in the pay-per-view. But that was the first, like, wrestling tragedy that I remember mm. experiencing. Crazy. Uh, yeah. A horrible, horrible event. And a sad note to end on. I apologize for that. <laughs> uh, go, but we are going to go ahead and cap go, off the year right there as our time is expiring. We are going to be back tomorrow to look at 1987. That's but as for today. My birth year. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. as for today, we're out of coffee, so it's time to wrap things up. But before we go, let's get our verse of the day. Uh, John three thirty six: whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. And with that, our Tuesday show is coming to a close. Thank you for joining us for Rise and Shine Nerds. We want to invite you to get behind the scenes by joining our LT and Discord community. Once you've joined at lovethynerd.com slash Discord, simply go to Channels and Roles and click on the Rise and Shine Nerds channel to gain access to it. You can help us plan shows and segments and even be on the show yourself on occasion. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app or through the Love Thy Nerd YouTube channel. And don't miss an episode. Trombone Dalek, thank you for cheering those bits. <laughs> Uh, and tell us what you think of the show via our socials at Rise and Shine LTN on Facebook and Twitter. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. I'm Daedra. And as always, a reminder. Jesus loves you, nerds. <laughs>